The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After entering a boat, Jesus made the crossing and came into his own town. And there people brought to him a paralytic lying on a stretcher. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Courage, child, your sins are forgiven. At that, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. Jesus knew what they were thinking and said, Why do you harbor evil thoughts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he then said to the paralytic, rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. He rose and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were struck with awe and glorified God who had given such authority to men. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. Uh, it can be really easy with this reading uh, to look at the miracle and not the point of reconciliation. But all of our readings and really things behind the readings keep pointing us back to what's the most important part of this scripture reading. Um, at that very last line, it says, when the crowd saw this, well, what did they see? Did they see the man stand up and walk? Or were they amazed at the authority of men being able to forgive sins? That's, that's the challenge, and that's the challenge we have today. Where is it better for us? Where is that, that more important aspect of that? So when we look at... Um, all of our readings, I mean, I think the gospel acclamation, God was reconciling the world to himself and entrusting us the message of reconciliation. Um, everything is pointing to, the very first reading is pointing to judgment and the need for us to come to a realization that we need to humble ourselves before God. So, in our gospel, there's uh, just two words that I want us to focus on, and it's right around the part of when Jesus uh, first sees the paralytic. So the words are faith and the, word, and the word courage that he used. And so when I really was thinking about this, so Jesus saw the faith of the people, the friends that brought the paralytic well, I was wondering, well, what, what did faith look like to a first century Jew? Obviously, Christ had not risen, so what did this faith look like that Jesus responded in the way he did? Well, it took a little digging. I had to go back through those books I got in the diaconate and all of that, but I found a really interesting definition for the common the way that this word was used in the Greek at that time. And it kind of goes along with the idea of arrogance. And the concept of faith was understanding that we can't stand alone in the presence of God. 
We can't do it naturally by ourselves. The Jews thought they could through the law, through the sacrifices. That's all they had to do. They banked on that. And then we see even in the arrogance of the king in the first reading, he says, you know, get away from me. You're in a royal palace. That's arrogance. I don't need God. I can stand in my, in my own presence in front of God. I, I'm, I'm good enough. That's what that first view of those friends that brought the paralytic, that's what Jesus saw, a proper sense of they're humble. They need something to stand in the presence of God. They're humbled. Uh, the second word, courage. So when he sees this faith, the proper relationship and understanding, the piety of these people, he then says to the paralytic, have courage. Well, you, you all know I love these Greek words that aren't used very often, and there's a whole bunch of different uh, words that represent courage, but the specific one that Matthew chose here doesn't occur very many times. It's, it's about when Jesus is healing uh, people, but in the Old Testament, the Greek, in the Septuagint, it only shows up one time outside of the book of Proverbs, only one time. I love those, so I really like to look at, okay, what, 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 what were we trying to, what was Matthew trying to point us back to? And it goes back to 1 Kings with Elijah. And so Elijah is going to have a drought because, again, the people have sinned. And God tells him to go to a widow. And the widow, uh, he asks for some food to make uh, him some cake with flour that she would have. And she said, well, I was just about to go do that, but this is the last one, and then we will die. And he says, have courage. That flower pot will not run dry. And it didn't. That was the kind of courage that Jesus is telling the paralytic. Don't lose hope because God is going to provide. Now what's really interesting when I think about the connections of both of these, God sees an opportunity to, and again, Jesus is still on earth. People don't understand the resurrection yet. But here Jesus is going to have the paralytic stand, standing because Jesus is with him. That's exactly what faith is in our day. We can stand in the presence of God because of Jesus. That's the beauty. This, this story represents exactly what we should have learned, which is that we can stand when we have a relationship with Jesus. Now, the last point that I want to make, and uh, I'm sure many people really look at this parable, the friends that bring the paralytic to Jesus. Um, so this scene that I see, so uh, Jesus comes into his town. It's kind of an intimate scene. He's come into his town 
and there's just the people, the paralytic, and Jesus. Now, there's, there's obviously other people around, but there's a small, intimate scene. And I really think about this community that brought the paralytic, and I, I kind of connect that back to our own parish. We've had our share of individuals who are going through very difficult illnesses or times of trial, but friends are there to walk with them. And the graces that flow from that participation, that humbling understanding that through this process, we grow closer to Jesus, to glorify him. And in some ways, when we think about this uh, feast day, the uh, first martyrs of the Church of Rome, it's all for the glory of God. Whether you're called to be a martyr, whether you're called to humbly go through an illness and allow others to walk with you and really see the graces that come through that whole experience. We've really been blessed in this church, in Nativity, for the individuals that have gone through that and uh, for those of us that may still go through that. It's a challenge, but it's something to really look at because of the beauty of what can happen, not only for ourselves, but for those that are around us. Let's stand and offer our petitions.